Yeah, man. What up, ladies and gentlemen? We're back with a new installment of the Yeah Man Podcast, live from Yeah Man Studios in the lovely city of Riverside, California. Like I said, this is where the men are made, folks. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Uh, I say that every now and again. You know what I mean? Where are you from, Riverside? Where the men are made. Or uh, I usually say it, uh, where uh, where are you from? Huh, I'm where the men are made, bro. And where's that? Riverside. <laughs> I remember one time we uh, uh, I went with uh, Voodoo Glow Skulls to do a show in a Simi Valley. I just went to go hang out. Uh, my buddy Vinny was working. He was part of the crew. Well, the one-man crew at that uh, stage in the game. Frank Casillas was still in the band. You know what I mean? The original vocalist. Um, and it was, it was some years ago. I think we're going back like ten years, dude. They played with uh, Fishbone, and then some. Uh, which uh, Fishbone that night, dude, was on point. It was incredible, dude. They had Rocky George was in the band, homeboy from Suicidal Tendencies. Uh, he's not in the band anymore. And Fishbone, uh, but they had a badass little drummer. I remember, and it wasn't Fish, the original drummer from Fishbone. Uh, but yeah, they were playing all the old school hits, dude. Like you know, they had a bunch of shit from uh, the first record, self titled. They opened up with uh, with Party at Ground Zero, and uh, they had a bunch of cool ass songs from uh, Truth and Soul, Mom and Paul. Uh, what else? What's the other album? Uh, there's another badass album that I'm uh, right now. Uh, I'm 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 ceasing to forget or even. Not able to recall, folks. I must apologize. But they were phenomenal that night. But what was funny was I had dislocated my shoulder. Um, horrible, horrible uh, accident. But let's tie the story in, you know. Might as well just tell you the truth. The whole truth did nothing but the truth, right? And, uh, well, the reason I had my uh, shoulder dislocated, I was working for um, uh, an air conditioning company at the time, you know. Sometimes you have to take whatever uh, whatever you get, you know. It's not all about the hee-hees and the ha-has, bro. You know what I mean? I'm working for an air uh, conditioning company, and my buddies in uh, in uh, Voodoo, uh, their folks, uh, had AC problems. They said the AC wasn't working. And I'm like, hmm, I can help you guys out, you know. And the mom was uh, real uh, skeptical. Uh, shout out to uh, Carmen. And she was like, I don't know. I don't know if Rodrigo knows what he's doing, you know. <laughs> and I went up there, and I was like, dude, what's wrong? Like, you know, they're running the AC. And uh, what was wrong was that they needed new ducting. The house was built, I think, the year I was born, in, born in 78 or 77, um, as a recall from Mr. Edgardo Casillas uh, telling me. And a track housing right there in Riverside here in the neighborhood and uh yeah so from that time up until i think it was like 2007 2008 you know so we're going like 30 years if not more and uh, what happened was the uh, the ducting just like uh it just disintegrated i don't know if anybody's familiar with um 
with uh, AC ducting. The newer stuff uh, that uh, at that point in time was probably the uh, the newest stuff on the market. They they make it similarly today, but I believe the materials are different. Uh, old school is just tin made out of tin, and uh, you know it's very sturdy. But that one wasn't made out of tin. It was kind of like the stuff we use now. It has a spiral metal spiral like coil that holds it in place, and on the inside it's a, a thin layer of plastic, uh, a layer of insulation and then uh, another layer of plastic that protects it and uh the stuff just was falling apart like you know i touched it and it'll just fall apart so in essence they weren't getting any air they were just all the ac was going into the um into the attic so i've always had problems with my left shoulder uh i believe it goes back to high school dude playing football and shit oh so you're gonna tell us about that now too at a later date you know what i'm saying we'll get back to that Back to the lecture at hand, however, not but a lush. And um, so, yeah, uh, I remember one time playing basketball at, in Silver Lake with like Willie, Felipe was there, Ivan, El Catrin. I don't know if Vinny was in the house. It was back in like 2001. And uh, who, uh, yeah, so that's probably about the only people that were hanging out at that time. And uh, we were like, you know, rolling with Felipe and we were in his crew. I remember uh, Willie Barcena would say, uh, all right, bro, go with your leader, bro. <laughs> and I believe he's still saying it today. But I remember somebody passed me the ball. You know, I was a decent player. I'm more like a passer, you know, getting the game going. I ain't uh, no dunker, no shooter, none of that stuff. Somebody passed me the ball. I had my arm extended, and it hit me in the fingertips. And it kind of like shoved my shoulder all weird. And I thought it was going to dislocate it then. So, you know, whatever. You know, go back to 2008 or seven. I'm in the uh, Casillas' attic, in their attic upstairs, and I'm getting ready to come down and go through the, uh, go through the uh, uh, what the hatch, the uh, the crawl space. Is that it? No, not the crawl space, the attic crawl space or the attic space or the entry into the attic or the, you know the exit in this case. So I'm going. I'm I'm walking. You know, I have both feet on the uh, two by fours because you don't step in between because you'll fall through um we'll get to that to get to that in a couple seconds so i'm walking and i hit a nail with my foot dude i didn't see it and i stumbled and i fell forward and both my you know like a cat like a cat i fell forward both hands out and one of my hands held but the other one dislocated dude and i come through the uh through the ceiling, dude. And Francisco uh, was eating dinner. And I just like, boom. I just blow all the insulation on him. You know, a piece of, uh, I don't think it cracked, it broke through. But it definitely, uh, it was open. And I'm just sitting there. Like, just like in pain. Like, so I don't, I I think what happened was, I think what happened was, it's been a long time, there, man, man, it's been a while, man, it's been a while, I got out of the, I had to get up, you know, with a dislocated shoulder, and they were all, let's call the ambulance, I was like, nah, that's an extra, that's an extra $1,500, and baby flavor ain't got $1,500, and she's like, no, Rodrigo, let's call. I was like, nah, 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 nah. And it's just me and them, right? So I had to get down out of the crawl space. And it was horrible. It was horrible, dude. 
It was horrible. It was horrible, dude. The worst. The worst, dude. The worst. Well, there's a there's another uh, uh, another uh, uh, a pain that's way worse than that that I've experienced in my life. Uh, but that was like the ultimate up until then. Oh no, it's the second ultimate because the other pain that I experienced was uh, the smashing of my fingertips, and that was enormously painful, and actually way more painful than the uh, dislocation of the shoulder, the left shoulder. So yeah, man, it was uh, oh my, God, it was brutal. And so I went, you know, I got down. I was like, oh, oh. I was like, just a little, just whimpering like a little puppy. And she's freaking out. You know, she's like freaking out, dude, freaking out. I remember she didn't. So I was like, let's go. Just take me to the hospital. And I had insurance then, dude. I had Kaiser. I was with uh, when I was working for the AC company. So that was a that was a cool thing that I had insurance, man. Because if not, ooh, I'd probably be uh, still painting on that or barely finished painting it off. Uh, so we go there, you know, and they put me on. It wasn't nothing crazy. It was, I think, just vol- Valium. Valium uh, is what they, uh, like a, a strong dose. Or I think they gave me Percocet. Yeah, I remember because I had, a, jo- I had a, uh, a gig with Joe Diaz like two days later. And I was on the couch. Excuse me. It's a little hot in here. Uh, I was on the couch and I was a little, uh, I was Percocet. Perkins set it out, and I, I drank a tall can, dude, and I just sunk in there and fell asleep, and he called me, Brown, where are you? What the fuck are you, silent bomb? I was like, dude, I was like, oh, dude, I'm on prison. Really? Really, Brown? He was like, oh, I'm sorry, you dislocated your shoulder. I thought you were just fucking around with Percocets. You fucking well, and you called me on Friday, you know, whatever. So, you know, go over there, and, uh, you know, they uh, yank it back into place, and that was it, dude, and, you know, went to work, I think I went to work the next day with my strap, had that on for, like, a month, but what happened, uh, what happened again is it just, like, it, it, uh, it, uh, it, it started dislocating again, like, it dislocated, like, three times, and I was over it, the first time I was messing around with, uh, Jerry, uh, Voodoo Glow Skull's, uh, ex-drummer, <laughs> original drummer, uh, Mr. Jerry O'Neill, uh, hopefully to have him on the podcast, um, uh, in the future, and uh, I was messing around wrestling with him in the front yard at Eddie's house, and it dislocated. And then uh, my brother had to like drive me home in my car. It was it was embarrassing. I was like, oh my god. And I was gonna go back to the doctor, and I was like, dude, fuck that, dude. So he dropped me back to the house, all still dislocated. You know, not the pain from the original dislocation. Now I was kind of like used to it. And I remember <laughs> watching Lethal Weapon, man, and. Uh, when uh, Mel Gibson would, uh, you know, juke people for money, you know, he'll make a hundred bucks or whatever it was to get out of a straitjacket and he would dislocate his arm and uh, get out of the straitjacket and then, you know, get his money. So I was like, dude, and I know people would uh, relocate their arm using like a trick or something. I was like, dude, or like a weight. And I was like, oh my God, dude. So I had like a 25 pound uh, dumbbell here. So I grabbed it and I'm all trying to jerk it around and Nothing like that, dude. Because when they put it back into place originally at Kaiser, the doctor was just looking at me. So it's gonna take a second. Don't, don't, just, just relax. And all he did, he just, he just pulled on it real quick and it popped back into place. I was like, damn, that was it. So that was it. All right, get out of here. <laughs> so uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm over here messing with this weight, trying to jerk it around, this and that. And all I did was I held it in my hand after I was messing around for like ten minutes. All I did was twist the weight and it popped back in. I was like, that's it. Real quick, dude. It was popped back in. <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh. So, 
Uh, I was working a couple times. Uh, I was working for the uh, AC company. And it's not like I don't want to tell you the AC company, but it's like, dude, you know what I mean? I'm about to contact them. That way they can do some uh, advertising on my show. You know what I mean? You can't give nothing away for free no more, ball lickers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I didn't have nothing to pop it in. My, my homie, the mouse that got me in there, Steve, he was like, dude, what's up, dude? Let's go to the hospital. I'm like, nah, dude, give me a bucket. Give me a bucket. And I grabbed the bucket. He's like, what are you doing, dude? Jesus. <laughs> That's where I get Jesus Christ from, from, uh, from the mouse. He's like, Jesus. Just go to the doctor, dude. I'll take you right now. I was like, dude, fuck all that, dude. I'll do it, man. I can. And I grabbed the bucket, twisted a little bit. Pop back into place. I was like, ah. And uh, I remember uh, talking to a, a doctor because I was just like over it, dude. And through the insurance I had, I had to pay like a fraction of the surgery amount, which was like f- 14 or 1700 bucks. Saved that up. I saved up like a thousand bucks. And then I saved up 200 bucks, and my parents helped me out with the rest. And uh, we got the surgery done. But the doctor said, hey, man, it's just going to keep on happening. Uh, it's gonna, it's just gonna keep on happening, dude. That's it. It's gonna keep on happening if you don't get the surgery, orthoscopic uh, surgery. He uh, detailed the surgery. He's all, we're gonna make three little quick incisions. Uh, I'm gonna put some anchors there, drilling some anchors, and then uh, reattach your, uh, your ligaments, and you're gonna be as good as gold, mate. Uh, very uh, cool uh, um, surgeon. I forgot his name, but I will look at all my stuff and. Uh, pull up his name but he was a real cool dude and dude we had some great conversations and um yeah i believe he's of uh, lebanese descent uh, he came out here he was telling me his struggles of getting into medical school and you know perseverance and uh, and you know now he's doing what he uh, uh what he called uh, um his work his uh his life's work and uh, he was a seventh day adventist he is very cool dude though, very cool dude, and uh, he was a vegetarian, and uh, he was telling me the story of uh, how the inventor of Kellogg, uh, Kellogg's a cereal, uh, donated a uh, Kellogg Hill to uh, Cal Poly Pomona, and uh, he was doing his uh, his uh, he got educated as far as his medical degree at Loma Linda University, and uh, yeah, very cool dude. So shout out to that man. And uh, yeah, dude. So uh, that's <laughs> that's uh, that's how I'm gonna segue back into the original story I was gonna tell you in Simi Valley. Uh, I'm sitting there. Um, I rolled out with Voodoo that day, and uh, there was just like, all right. I don't, I don't, I don't like saying this. I mean, I've said a bunch of childish stuff. Again, it's in play. I'm doing it to be funny. I'm not doing it to hurt anybody's feeling. That's how uh, feelings. That's how I've always been. Uh, I do make fun of a lot of people. It's all just basically mockery, but. Uh, based in satire and i'm not sitting here to try to diminish anybody make them feel small whatsoever so i'm not saying this out of like uh in a in a hateful manner and it's i'm not tiptoeing on it just because everybody and their mom's all pc now super pc we're talking about a personal computer no 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 political correctness oh jesus oh ugly words my ugly words as ugly as sin yes uh so uh this it was uh we're sitting there uh, i was by the merch booth i was messing around i think Vinny was there i think frank's kid there was uh was there uh named sid shout out to sid and um uh we're there, and there was like a white trash dude just being a dick. Just a dick, dude. Just being a dick. Like, he bumped into me, and I'm like, hey, dude, relax, dude. He's like, what, dude? This is my bro's band. Okay? I guess one of the opening bands. This is their band. All like, you know what I mean? Being a jerk. 
I'm all right, cool. It's her band, right on, dude. Who are you? Like right away, because I questioned him or something. Who am I? I'm, I'm your Lord and Savior. What? Where are you from? <laughs> Me? <laughs> I'm from uh, where the men are made, bro. <laughs> Where's that, bro? I'm all Riverside, California, right? Like I told you. He's all, what? Dude, get out of here, bro. He's like trying to kick me out, like thinking he's going to kick me out. It's like, nah, you ain't kicking me out. And I stood my ground there. And he's just talking shit back and forth to this dude. And he's getting really, really upset. He's all, <laughs> I think I made fun of somebody. And he, and he caught me or something. He, he caught me. All right, dude. It's against the law. You can't. I'm gonna call the cops. And what was funny, the cops were like right there within within about two three two three arm reaches away. And uh, he's all, dude, uh, what are you, that's my bro, that's my family. And I said, oh, I, it wasn't talking shit about the dude. I was talking shit, and I was like, that band sucked. And you know what, dude? I know everybody supports everybody or whatever. You got your little friends that follow you or whatever. But if it sucks, it just sucks. That's it, dude. I'm sorry. This band was horrible, man. I'm going to use uh, Kevin Dill's line. Uh, that's one of the reasons I became a comedian, him and uh, Jerry. Uh, it was very funny to me. Uh, he's like, ugh, give me two copies of that CD. One to shit on and one to cover it up. <laughs> that's how bad these guys were. But, you know, they were see me, see me Valley locals. They thought they ran see me Valley. Not. So, uh, yeah, he's all, what? That's, you're making fun of my family. And I kept on antagonizing this dude, just being annoying. And I'm like, dude, look, it's a cop right there, dude. Go get him. Tell him to arrest me, dude. Hang on. You can only use one cuff, though. <laughs> And, and he's all, dude, I would beat you up right now, but you're, you only got one arm. I was like, dude, I don't give a shit. I'll beat the shit out of you right now with just one arm. <laughs> so this dude runs backstage, talks to his buddies, and tells them whatever. And he swore he's going to get me thrown out because he thought I was just a commoner. <laughs> he didn't know I had the credentials. <laughs> backstage pass and all that or whatever. You rolled with a band. And uh, he's like, that's him right there, bro. He's like, hey, man, our brother says you're talking shit. You're going to have to leave, bro. I was like, yeah, I would leave, but I came with uh, my friend's band. Who are they? Because you're going to have to leave too, bro. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, just that little band right there. You know, they're going to play right before, uh, right after Fishbone. They're called Voodoo Glow Skulls. Huh? And that's when it all changed. Huh? All right, he told that other dude, Ryan, calm down. <laughs> so anyways, uh, you were saying that I'm going to leave? Yeah. So uh, make me leave. And, now, and not, I wasn't being a tough dude, but, you know, I just had to let him know. <laughs> I wasn't leaving, Ryan. It's like my mother. She goes to the bakery. She's not leaving till she gets your knishes, her croissants. Even throwing a couple of cannolis for old time's sake, right? Oh, unbelievable. So, yeah, we didn't leave. And the whole night, dude, those dudes would give me the steak guy. And i just look at him, give him a little wink. Just totally pissing him off, dude. And at the end, I'm all, all right, bros, see you later. And they're all like, you know they wanted to flip me off, but I'm with the band that was, like, opening, that they were opening for, so they couldn't. So it was hilarious. Yeah, man. Good times, man. It was cool, man. Real cool, man. Yeah, I remember those times, man. Awesome, man. <laughs>
Yeah, man. So that goes with uh, where the saying comes. Riverside, where the where the men are made. Yes, that's when I coined that phrase. That lovely afternoon. Woo! In uh, uh, what 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 a what a heat wave we've had, huh? Huh? Very hot. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my God, dude. Jesus. It's been hot, man. How you guys been coping with that heat? I haven't turned on the AC just to see how it works. You know, we got to save our dollars over here. You know what I mean? Money's been a little small lately. Uh, <laughs> but, oh, my God, dude. I was at my lady's house over the weekend, the heat wave. So, we kind of were like, you know, we're just going to watch the Punisher, Punisher series. You know, we finished it. So, and what a badass series it is, dude. We still got about, uh, what, we're on episode eight. So, we got about. Uh, what is that? Five more uh, episodes. It's been really cool, dude. That dude, John uh, Blumenthal, straight killing it, dude. Uh, killing it, dude. So uh, yeah, dude. That's what we did for the uh, for uh, uh, for uh, the little heat wave, you know. Uh, shout out to Division Nine Gallery for having me at. Excuse me at uh, the uh, Amo Frida event. It was a little light, you know, but it was cool. It was just, dude. It was so hot, dude. The heat killed him. So I went out there Saturday, did that. And then Friday, I did a little tape in with Rizzo, Flacco, Johnny Roca was in the house. Rizzo put it together with one of his homies. They used to be a comic. Uh, they're, in essence, just uh, filming a little sizzle uh, reel so they can try to sell it to Amazon. And, excuse me, it's hot in here a little bit, just a little bit. So I'm, you know, wiping myself, you know, like a gentleman, like a dandy gentleman that I am. And, uh, yeah, so it was cool. And we had fun. Went in there, busted out uh, 10 minutes of my little old material, mix and match, messed around a little bit. None of the new stuff, bro. But we pretty much, uh, I signed my life away on that little contract or whatever, but it's cool. You know, get some exposure, get it out there. And uh, yeah, man, that's where I'm at right now. Gotta, you know, gotta, gotta do something, man. Yes, something's got to give. Yes, yes. Sam Tripoli, where are you, dog? I hit you up, man. You haven't returned my phone calls. Right, bro, just call me like a day before, and I'll get at you, and I'll put you on to Sycamore Tavern. Okay, bro, call me, or just text me, bro. been texting you, bro, you know what I'm saying? What's wrong with you? Someone stole your phone on what? What's going on here? Cocksucker. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not calling you out, man. It's all fun. It's all good. I'm sure you'll get back to me. You're busy, man. <laughs> Shout out to Adam Hunter for booking me. Uh, at the dime, I'll be there uh, August 21st, I believe. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, dude, just it's, it's time. It's time, man. Gotta get out there. Gotta get out there, dude. Gotta get out there. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. See me, Valley. We love you. Oh, yes. Back to uh, the 4th of July. So, I hope you guys had a good 4th of July. Uh, I had a good one. It was cool. Went to go uh, barbecue at my mom's house. They barbecued early. Started at like 11 in the morning. Oh, it's hot. I was like, shit. We thought it was hot on 4th of July. Boom. Saturday. Oh, my God. Friday. Woo. Oh, my God. It was hot, dude. It was hot. Oh, my God, dude. I wish I was a roach inside of a refrigerator, man. It was that hot. Uh, and then we hung out, dude, brought the little guy out, chilled. Then my dad, uh, came over, uh, he was out doing his things. Uh, yeah, this me, my mom's, my, uh, sister, she was there, Elvia. She made a little sandwich, made her appearance, said hello. And, uh, we went back to watching her little TV shows and, um, my niece, Leanne. Oh, and then the, the little, uh, the little one came out, my other little niece, Gabs. 
Said, she basically said, uh, came out, showed her face. I want my uh, hamburger made like this and like that, and that's it. <laughs> Went back to her room and did whatever she's doing. So it was cool. We stayed there for about three hours, hung out, talked, and then uh, we scooted across over to Lakewood in the city they call Lakewood, dog. And that's where my lady's uh, grandma lives. Usually, uh, last time we got there a little late, but this time it was cool. We got there, I think, at three o'clock, you know. Showed up, got our little watermelon Dorados double IPA at ten percent. You know, to get you a little bit more buzz. Have six of those, you'll be uh, you'll be telling lies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, had those, and uh, there was a melon IPA. Um, it's made by Stone, and it was it was it's uh it's uh, it wasn't watermelon. No, it was no, it wasn't watermelon. It was a citrus IPA. It was pretty good. 6.2 alcohol, I think 6.7 at the most. They were tasty, but I like the other ones because they're a little more powerful. And we got a little um, a little thing of uh, Fireball. We didn't even touch it, dude. And uh, our little cousin showed up, uh, Chris, at the end. It was cool. Had some laughs with him, making us laugh. It's funny, huh? Like, I, I, I'm not one of those, like, the comics that has to be funny all the time. I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck. Some people are just funnier on stage, doc. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's whatever, dude. I like I like laughing, dude. I'm a laugher, dude. It's a good conversation, funny shit, dude. Count me in my... Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, man. Uh, we had a good time, dude. Ate good food. We just brought Popeyes. We're all, dude, I'm not going to sit in the grill, dude. I just already had a hamburger at my mom's. I'm good. And uh, brought that. Her mom made a killer little uh, macaroni, like big macaroni salad with olives and chicken in it. It was bomb. Uh, what else did I have that was bomb? Uh, I can't even think right now. There was no prime rib. I usually do that like uh, Christmas time. Uh, carne asada was real good. That was good. Bomb guacamole they got from Northgate. That was good. Um, we went across the way to a, f- uh, a friend of her mom's, Beverly's. Dude, uh, I wanted to go there. I wanted to pocket a couple deviled eggs. They look good as hell. But I was like too embarrassed to ask. But <laughs> <laughs> but not embarrassed to steal. Think about stealing, huh? You creep. <laughs> uh, but it was real good, yeah. So yeah, it was good, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm all trying to remember. I'm like, dude, what? Oh, uh, yeah. The 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 macaroni salad was impeccable, dude. Um, fit for a king, you know. That was real good. What else did I have? We made some tacos, and then and then we got. Oh, then I got some fried chicken. Yeah, that was it though. But yeah, it was it was good. It was good to chill, man. Hopefully, you guys had a good Fourth uh, of July celebrating our country's uh, independence. And yeah, man, I just wanted to go ahead and give you guys a little uh, a little uh, solo cast, man. It was I was planning on giving you guys a solo cast, uh, being like you know life before yeah, man, because somebody asked on uh, he's like, dude, you give us podcast about life before yeah, man, and I'll give you a little taste. Uh, <laughs> and basically life before, yeah, man, uh, I was going to go back to my life and just chronicle it all the way up to now. And, uh, yeah, man, born and raised in Riverside, California, actually raised, I was born, well, born and raised in Riverside County, uh, born in Corona, California in Dr. Dixon's office. My folks didn't have insurance at the time. So, um, yeah, man, uh, I was born in the doctor's office. I guess my mom went over there and, you know, I don't know if it was a checkup or whatever. But I ended up being born there, and it was cool. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really remember the birth, but yeah, January twelfth, man. I think I was born. Um, I don't know if I was born at night. That'll be a good question. So brought back to Riverside, a small little tiny tiny little house off of Gramercy and uh, Bushnell. It is a little uh, uh, house. My dad used to call it La, La Periquera. It was so small. 
and uh, he ended up adding to that house and selling it to and selling it and then getting a bigger place and uh, you know and kept moving. So yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's my little story from back then. Uh, the earliest memory I have, uh, and it's uh, it, it took place in Fresnillo, Zacatecas. Uh, I remember uh, dunking uh, baby chicks inside of a pail of water, and I remember a shadow over me, and then something grabbing me, and then another shadow grabbing me away from the shadow that was grabbing me, and I don't remember faces. I remember the shadows, and I remember commotions. Uh, basically, one uncle grabbed me, like, don't do that or whatever. Then my grandfather grabbed me. He's like, dude, leave him alone. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> Until this day, he's doing the same thing, right? So, yeah, man. Thank you guys very much for listening, dude. Have a wonderful week. Um, I'll hit you with another one. But I also want to say, yeah, man, I had uh, fun at those two things. Shout out to Vi- Division on Gallery again. Shout out to Rizzo for hooking that up. Oh, and what was it hot in there? But also, shows coming up, uh, we have, or I will be, oh, tonight, yes, at uh, Viva Los Jokes in downtown Riverside, 8 p.m. We have a special guest comedian, uh, Nick Guerra. Uh, so please come out. We have air conditioning. Uh, if you're hot, you won't be hot there. So, yeah, man, uh, we'll be there. Uh, El Santo Golpe will be playing music after, and we're going to have a good time. So, yes, we're going to have a good time. And, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I will be opening up for Felipe at uh, Oxnard uh, Levity at Levity Live, and that's going to be uh, July twenty, July nineteenth through the twenty second, and also before that on July seventeenth, I will be at Hermosa Comedy and Magic Club, and opening up for Felipe. And special guests will be there featuring Mr. Paul Riser. Yes, 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 Mr. Paul Riser, and uh, yeah, man. So. Uh, Hit me up on uh, Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and please leave a comment on uh, iTunes. Please, please, please help us out. Leave a comment, good or bad or whatever, any suggestions. And any any questions you have, I will answer them. And just hit me up at yeahmanpodcast at gmail.com. You guys have a wonderful week. Keep shining and check out this tune. Yeah, man. Oh, you know what? Dude, before I go, let me just address this real quick. Address it. Okay, Mr. Politician. No, thank you very much. Thank you for the pulpit. Uh, dude, uh, I don't know if you, you guys uh, noticed that I was playing some no effects songs. I was going to pretty much uh, pretty much make it no effects week or month last month because they got busted or, you know, they can't play in the U.S. now because one of the members, a couple, you know, they were going back and forth being funny as they always are on stage. And they made a joke about the um, Vegas shooting in Vegas. And, you know, whatever, move on. And then all of a sudden, the next day, there's a big uproar. And then, like, Stone, like, dropped their uh, punk and drub lagger, hoppy lagger, whatever. But, dude, let me tell you, dude. They didn't, dude, I've heard them say much worse. And this is the joke that I've heard Fat Mai say. And it's not even, I'm not even going to go there, like, much worse. It's like, dude, if you're in a band, dude, if you're doing stand-up, if you're entertaining people, dude, I do not believe in censorship whatsoever, dude. I mean, has, has, has anybody heard of Gigi Allen, dude? Any of the crazy shit that dude said? I mean, I mean, I remember when I forgot what shit hit the fan on some racial stuff, and uh, comedian Doug Stanhope uh, made a, a a big. I, I think it was during the Michael Richards thing, yeah, and uh, addressing the N word, and he was talking about. He brought up a, a good point, dude. He uh, it's on his website or blog, and he was talking about. Uh, 
Paul Mooney, he's all saying that he's seen some of the most racist shit come out of Paul Mooney's mouth. And it's true. But he said they should be treating him in the same way that they treat Michael Richards. I think Michael Richards doesn't have the finesse or wasn't doing stand-up enough and got really pissed off and whatever said what he had to do. Especially coming out of a Jewish dude's mouth. You know, that's another issue. Um, ring a bell, Miss Brabazan. Uh, so... Yeah, he said that and he compared and contrasted it with that and it made super sense. And I mean, I don't even think, you know, a lot of people say, oh, if you ain't black, you can't say the N-word. But, you know, what if you're brown? Can you say the N-word? Again, that's another type of reverse censorship, too, that I don't feel. I mean, unless you're not going on a on a radio station where you can't cuss, where you can't say those words and whatever, dude. It goes back to uh, the seven words, dude, by George Carlin, dude. Um, and just with that thought in my head, give me a sec because I need a, um, I didn't uh, say it on last uh, week's podcast, but um a comedian passed his name is uh sean uh rouse uh very funny dude uh may he rest in peace uh, i did a show with him at a dispensary one time back when they were like i don't know if they were illegal but uh it was like you know only medicinal stuff and they paid us in pot or whatever um he went in there and did a set like a soldier he was kind of like even at that time he was slow and we're going back about eight years ago i was there with matt clay brooks i think cisco was there he's the one that got me the spot that night and uh yeah man he went on there and uh he did his thing but i remember uh i remember i definitely remember i always remember when fools give me props that's like uh, more than money to me worth way more than money or anything uh those especially accolades coming from uh uh comedians that are solid and uh he came up to me he's all hey man i like that black widow joke right funny man i'm all fuck yeah do you thank you very much dude you're funny as fuck too dog you're the shit thank you man you know, it was a little, you know, the way he, uh, I mean, even that time he looked a little like pain. I'm so yeah, man, rest in peace, you know, enough with this cheesiness, right? Uh, to Mr. Uh, uh, Sean Rouse, uh, take care up there, buddy, wherever you are. So yeah, got a bit sentimental there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, that's what it's all about. Props, you know, your homies propping you up, dude. I remember one time the, one of the biggest compliments I have ever gotten in my life, uh, has uh, been uh, from another, uh, from a comedian, uh, uh, one dude that I super respect, probably my favorite comedian of all, to be quite frank with you guys, a uh, comedian uh, um, and no stranger, uh, Mr. Uh, Corey Holcomb. Uh, I was doing a taping for uh, Loco Comedy Jam, and uh, I did a joke where I, was, uh, where I say, it's like, you know, I went on a date, she didn't give me nothing. So after I dropped her off, I just smelt the seat. <laughs> He's like, man, when you did that smell the sea joke, <laughs> motherfucker, I fell out. <laughs> and after that, I kind of started talking to that fool. Uh, I remember I spotted that fool one time where we were all at. It was me, Vinny, Willie, Felipe, Gabriel, Mike Robles. Who else was there? Ivan was there for sure. I don't know who else was. Um, I, I think Martin might have been there too, Martin. No, because it was it was before the Spreckles Theater. But anyways, we were over there at... um. What's that place? Jerry's Deli in the Valley, dude. And uh, Corey was there with his uh, lady and uh, another couple. And I spotted him. I'm like, hey, fool, that's Corey Holcomb, dog. Where, dog? And then, you know, Gabriel went up to him. Willie went up to him. And Felipe, and they all said, what's up? And we said, what's up to him? And, uh, yeah, man. So, yeah, dude, enormous Corey Holcomb fan, dude. So it's those little gems that, like, um, that uh, keep you going, dude. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> So, yeah, man, um, you guys have a wonderful uh, week, man. Keep shining out there. Do what you do. 
And uh, yeah, holler at a brother, man. And uh, I got those uh, yeah man uh, t-shirts on deck. Um, these ones, like the last ones, the last time I only I made two batches of the original black ones with the uh, silver gray pr print that says yeah man, and they have the uh, what's up full podcast logo on the back, cause uh, that's uh, how uh, the manager and the fool hooked them up. And then I made a excuse me, I made a pressing after that, and uh, that's it for those. I believe I have a medium left, but. It's for my niece, so she told me to save everyone. That's all I have left, and I have an XL and a double X for me that are used, and that's it. Which, whichever uh, those are out there, dude, consider those collector's items. <laughs> this will, and uh, yeah, you gotta think that way, mate. Yes, you are elite uh, yourself. Come on, Rodrigo, you're a political man. Let's stand up now. Uh, and I have the new design, which is the cover of the Yeah Man uh, podcast logo that Germism uh, drew up, and they're black and white. And yeah, man, I've been selling them on uh, the Bad Decisions Tour, and uh, I'm selling them online too. Um, obviously, hit me up through Twitter, through Instagram, or uh, Messenger on Facebook, and uh, we can deal it up, either PayPal or send cash, check. Um, and we have s sizes medium, large, XL and double X and I'm only going to be making this last batch and then I'm, I got a new t-shirt idea coming up after that So um, for all of you guys that want some uh, we got them um, up until now and uh, I'll, With any little package I got little trinkets that I get on the road or like, you know Pins and stuff that people give me anything that I want to pass on I'll throw a little treat in there for you guys and that also that new what's up full uh, podcast uh, logo uh, sticker with me on it. Yes Batteries included so Rodrigo is there as well so yeah with that being said dude i'm out check out this tune and uh, oh no 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 we're going back to that censorship you know i'm sorry i caught myself i want to be super on point now you know just be sharp yes 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 like a stiletto knife um more like a samurai sword but uh yeah so yeah on that uh whole thing with uh, no effects dude um i guess they're not playing in the states anymore they can't play they're banned for right now but dude in the end it's just gonna make them bigger and which is cool, uh, dude, Fat Mike ain't no fool. They're over there, that think they just got back from Europe. Um, I just went online and got me some uh, no-effect shirts because they are on sale. And uh, I have my old shirts. And, uh, yeah, man, just got to get back into nice uh, XL size style. So, yeah, dude, um, that's why I was playing those uh, no-effect songs. And uh, I have respect for them, dude, and I stand with them, dude. There's a bunch of people talking crap or whatever, but, dude, they're just rushing to uh, – to the 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 norm or the narrative online or whatever everybody wants to be you know fake mr nice guy or nice lady but dude they've been doing it for days and they have integrity and they're not you know obviously they have cash people are hitting them with that oh they're really gonna get bigger and make them more richer it's like dude i don't think no effects does shit for the money and if they did before they did but they got money now so who gives a fuck um they've always been kings of merchandise so that's cool and hopefully my stuff comes quick but yeah, me stand there with no effects and solidarity, man. Yes. Keep it alive, man. All you dudes, El Jefe, Melvin, Eric, and, uh, and Fat Mike, dude. And if you look at my Instagram, there's a picture of me, Fat Mike, and uh, Fletcher from Pennywise. And I took that picture at the House of Blues because uh, I snuck in all the way backstage. You know what I'm saying? I can sneak in anywhere. You know what I mean? That's how we do it. Maybe it's uh, uh, in my DNA. <laughs> Not really, because this was uh, actually Mexico before, so it's kind of like uh, the chicken coming home to roost. And uh, yeah, man, that's it. So uh, have a wonderful weekend this time. Goodbye for real. Au revoir. <laughs> have a good week, man. Check out this tune. And uh, yeah, man, peace.
We're professional punkers, we come from the suburbs After 15 years, we're still having fun Now we're over 30, not looking so pretty At least we got a beat-up accordion That's Eric, our drummer, his father's a plumber He drank enough booze to get Rhode Island drunk Now sober but smelly, he's got one big belly From living the good life provided by punk Singin', singin', singin' Buy me a Beck's beer or pass me a bong Give me some bush mills, I'll sing you this song Open another big box of cheap wine We're over 30, we're doing just fine Hefe's not satanic, he's one hip Hispanic He grew up with one dozen cousins and kin He wears baggy pants, he knows how to break dance You've seen him do every impersonation Well, blow me down, Holly Heaven's to Megatroid It's Eric Melvin That's Melvin on six strings Stop, tell me I can't sing Oh, I think you can Just don't do it around me Stick with what you know Playing guitar solo With Edson and Watt and punk karaoke Sing it, sing it, sing it Buy me a Beck's beer or pass me a bong Give me some push mills, I'll sing you this song Open another big box of cheap wine We're over 30, we're doing just fine Give me Glenn Levitt.
I'll sing you this song Open another big box of cheap wine If you take the load 